0: Here is Brad Beagleman of Beagleman Motors, uh-huh. the caring car dealer in Renton.
1: Hi, everybody. I'm Brad, mm-hmm. and I know how it is. I really do. Yeah. You want the right car at the right price. Sure. That's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. That's not asking too much. But, of course, most of the time, you go to a dealership Sir. and they start badgering you Mr. and hassling you Mr. and screwing with you. Don't do this. Like the stinking Mr. jackals that Sir. they are. Oh, come on. God, I hate that crap. Come on. Come on. Got...
0: All right, Mr. Bigelman. That's enough <laughs> 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 now. Come on. I'm,
1: j- I'm come on. sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. I'm, I know you're sorry. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. That wasn't fair. No, no, it uh, wasn't. I, I just care about people mm-hmm. who are trying to buy a car. Right. Now, I know all the other dealerships aren't that way. Mm-hmm. It's just a few that are like that. Yeah. Well, not not just a few. It's a lot of them actually. Sure. Most of them sir. just using people um, and jerking them around all right. and making their big promises uh, about how they're going to give you such a great deal it's a and one. they're going to give you so much for your trade in and you never have any trouble sir, with their service department Brad. and they lie. All right, that's it. That. Dirty, filthy, two-faced stinking liars! Okay, man. Mr. Beagleman, we're I done see, here. I, I think see. that's about uh, it. I mean, I'm sorry. Just, you, I'm sorry. Well, you, come on I'm now. Sorry. You can't just it's keep okay. saying that. It's a, I'm cool. <sighs> oh, yeah. I'm cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. You okay now? Listen, all I'm saying is yeah. if yeah. you don't come to see me at Beagleman Motors... Be- Beagleman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't save you any money. Right. I can't. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I want to. Sure. You gotta help me to help you though. Mm-hmm. If you don't wanna save money, that's fine. You don't wanna save money, great. Go get yourself ripped off by those slimy scum! Oh, come on, you now. deserve that's each it. other. Alright. I hate
0: that. Pull the I Turn his microphone God, off. God, Brad Beagleman of Beagleman Motors. You know he cares true. so very very much. Sucks. Maybe God, that's God, why God, all the God, other dealers. God, <laughs> Are so afraid of them,
2: ladies and gentlemen. We interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News.
1: It's time for Peculiar Podcast, hosted by Pat Cashman, gorgeous to look at, and Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. Me, you're on ready or not. It's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> can you dig it? Here? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. yeah. It's loving and time. And time.
0: Well, like I said, I try to get out of the habit of opening these podcasts with a uh, obituary, but here's a notable one. Naomi Judd, the, uh, the, uh, the mom, I guess, of all the other Judds.
2: That would is be there a, Winona. A, did they have a boy?
0: Did they have a boy named Judd Judd? <laughs> I never heard of him.
2: I don't know, but Naomi uh, had uh, Winona... And uh, Ashley, and yeah. um, those are the and so she's Ashley, she good, yeah, oh, with uh, Winona. Okay. And Ashley was a, an actress, not a singer, so yeah, was an actress, so now yeah, she's she stepped away a bit,
1: yeah, uh,
0: yeah, okay. Well, anyway, that that was a sad passing, and uh, but you know, uh.
1: Mama, he's great.
2: We are we're back and a lot's happened in a month? I have to catch you up on some things,
0: yeah. Well, on the personal front, yeah, for sure. Hey, didn't we mention all the folks? I know we didn't mention all of the folks that gave us bread over the last quarter, the first quarter of uh, uh this year. well, yeah, I can't remember going first... through the list of names. Yes, I guess we did the
2: first, yeah. The first quarter ended um, a couple months ago. <laughs> You sound we're, we're well into the second quarter for any listeners that want want to contribute a cup of coffee. Not don't give us a literal cup of coffee, give us money for coffee and then we'll go spend it on liquor, but you can just um, go to our website and, and contribute. We'd love it. We all the help we can get would be great.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Well, anyway, j- enormous. Thanks. It's um, totally unnecessary. One of our, our uh, listeners, by the way, a friend of mine is uh Packing up with his wife and they are on their way this very day to the Holy Land. Do you know where the Holy Land is?
2: Do you th-
0: you're not I, allowed to go there?
2: I don't think I know where the Holy Land is, and even if I did, <laughs> I don't think they'd let me in. Well Where is my, it?
0: My only thing about the Holy Well, it's you know, it's uh it's I don't
2: know. Don't with, you say you know? I don't know.
0: Bethlehem, Jerusalem. You've heard of those towns, haven't you? Nazareth?
2: Sure, I kind guess. Kind of where
0: Jesus hung out.
2: Well, I <laughs> okay. uh,
0: I always point out to people that if they're going to the Holy Land, they need to be aware that it is not holy land because there are some major bodies of of water there, including the Dead Sea
2: mm-hmm. and
0: the Sea of Galilee, and then you've got the Mediterranean.
2: <gasps> the Sea um, of Galilee isn't that where Puff the Magic Dragon lived, or that was? No,
0: he's from Galilee. a land of named Hanali, I think. Oh. <laughs> I'll do my research and I'll get back to you on that. Puff, the magic dragon,
2: lived by the sea, and frolicked in the autumn mist in a land called Honnally. Well, see, I had some recognition of something, but I guess that I was wrong. So
0: we'll find out how faithful this listener is and see if he brings our podcast to the holy land.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, I don't know. I've never been there. Uh, where, what's the most remote place you've ever been? You've been you've been well, to Europe, yes?
2: No, I have never been to Europe. Oh. I, I am a, not a well-traveled person. I know I'm always traveling, but it's pretty much um, you know the continental U.S. of good old A. That's yeah. usually Yakima, I mean, Me- Sacramento,
0: Boise. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. So I've been to Mexico. I've been to Hawaii. I've mm-hmm. been to oh oh I know where I've been. Uh uh I went on a barefoot windjammer cruise and so the most remote place I ended up was an island in St. Croix.
0: Mm. And um that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's it worth really, bragging about. It yeah. was
2: really good and it the this bear I don't know if they do them anymore cuz this was a long time ago, but the the fun fun part about a barefoot windjammer cruise is they are so casual. You just pretty much hang out with bare feet and shorts. Uh, You get to work with the crew. Um, It's just, it was so much fun. When you say work
0: with the crew, what exactly do you mean?
2: Well, they'll let you, you know, it's a very small boat. It's not like a cruise ship where they, what do they pack like 6,000 people on a cruise ship these days? Does not that, that just bothers me. I don't, I used to love taking, remember we would take listener cruises with our our, uh, radio show? Remember that? No. Those are, you don't no. remember that?
0: No, I have no memory of that.
2: You must have been really lucky. I don't back.
0: remember most anything. <laughs> um, what year is this?
2: I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I can't I don't remember know. that far back. I don't know. But that's as far as I've gone. So I, but I've never been to Europe well, and I want to go.
0: Yeah. It's still waiting for you. You need it's to expand your is... business to uh, Europe and then, then, then you will know, somebody will right. pay your way there.
2: That's the way to right. go. Yeah. And and just on, on, on that note, uh, that is, I, I have uh, found out, and we don't have to talk about it right now, but uh, that is where I am, my family, and my heritage is in Europe, and Ooh. I just got an update on my, remember Operation Who's My Daddy that was yes. talked about yes, a couple yes. years ago? Yeah, I let's just, get to I, that. My dad was a man that knew his own mind,
1: and I remember when he'd call us all together, and he'd say, family. It's love
0: and time. Speaking of family, I just built around found a watch. And, uh, and my, my father passed away. Uh, Father's smile, Day coming up soon. My father passed away in 1987. Yeah, a long time ago. And I just came across a watch that he left behind because you can't take it with you. Oh, and, uh, yeah. That's what I hear anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's a watch, and, and apparently it's something he wanted me to have, and um, and I thought, oh, that's a cool-looking watch. Still runs. Neat. And then I noticed that there was uh, an inscription, hand, uh, something inscribed upon it, words that I wanted to share with you and, and um, mm. with uh, the, the listener.
2: That's really cool. Is it a Timex? Because they keep on ticking even when they take a licking.
0: Uh, uh, no, this is a bolova. Um, Ooh,
2: uh, fancy. That's very fancy. I don't know
0: if it's fancy, but here's here's what he had transcribed, which is so cool. He said, no man is an island, entire of himself. Every man is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. In other words, hope is the pillar that holds up the world. Hope is the dream of the waking man. To put it another way, experience is not what happens to a man; it is what a man does with what happens to him. Or, to look at it differently, every man is worth just so much as the things are worth about which he busies himself. And then it says, continued on the cufflinks.
2: Was, was this, was this watch the size of a dinner plate?
0: That's just your average size watch. You well, have to read. Earth- you have to have glasses on to read this thing.
2: Look, well, I'm just I,
0: s- I was just pulling your leg, you know, I know a dumb bit.
2: Okay. I could just tell. But that bit. was a very lovely passage.
0: Here's another bit of good news that came my way. Um and no, I don't have he ne- didn't leave behind a watch. I just made Oh, out, why out. so what's wrong with you today? Why would you even say that? I don't know, I'm just a pill. Just a pill. <laughs> you are a pill. That's what my mom always used to call God.
2: us. God, my mom we used to say that to me pill. too. She would say that, and I never understood. I go, what do you mean I'm a pill? She goes, because yeah. you're hard to swallow sometimes.
0: Yeah. My mom uh, called all my brothers and me a pill, except she was more specific with me.
1: <laughs> she, were...
0: uh, she said I'm a suppository, <laughs> which really hurt my feelings. Uh, we didn't speak for weeks.
1: I, got a, a, a,
0: I was lucky enough to be a regular part of Disney's Bill Nye the Science Guy show. I was the announcer. I got to be in some bits and do a little writing and all of that stuff for the show. And it, it, they did nearly 100 episodes of Bill Nye the Science Guy. So over these years, I continue to get these um, residual checks, I guess you'd call them. Uh, yeah. And, I, and one came in the in the door the other day and it was fantastic and um and i (laughs) i'm holding this check in my hand right now Mm -hmm. guess how much
2: well let me ask you this guess how much i received what can you buy what do you think you're going to buy with it that's going to give me a clue (laughs) well i don't i want to what's on your what's on your wish list well, I want to spend
0: to it wisely. That's for sure. Uh, so I'm okay. going to take my time figuring out how to spend this.
2: Can this you buy? Sp- can you buy a car with it?
0: I'd have to see the car. It's possible.
2: It's could possible. Could you buy? Not, not a buy new a, car.
0: Not a new car. Could,
2: could you buy a pair of shoes with it?
0: Uh, not a pair. <laughs> okay, a then shoes. I'm going to
2: guess. I'm going to guess your check is twenty three dollars and 23 cents
0: if only oh this is the greatest check in the world it's it's instantly frameable it's one to keep forever it is one penny (laughs) and this time i'm not kidding one penny
2: so what did they show just half a show on nickelodeon and then it cut out and that's why you get your one cent
0: i don't know i don't know it just gets littler and littler and but the fact is they cuz they spent 55 cents postage to mail this to me then whatever trees they killed to make the paper then the ink that they had and then you know somebody's job in accounting at disney studios has to uh process these checks and you know put a little spreadsheet together all that for one penny one so it made me go it made, it made me go back to uh, the year in review. Uh, this is 22. So I went back and looked at, because Disney sends me uh, a rundown of every check that they processed to me over the course of a given year. And in, in 2021, I did not remember this. I actually, well, it, this is what it shows. It shows that I got minus zero cent. So I got, un, I, I went
2: You backwards. owe them.
0: I apparently I owe them. Yeah, I don't remember getting that check. That's not
2: it, how residuals are supposed to work.
0: I wouldn't. I didn't think so either. I wanted to get your opinion on that. It seems kind of like a ripoff. Yeah, off. I
2: think I think somebody made a, made an error. I'll
0: try have to they make
2: it. Have they sent a collection agency after you for that?
0: Uh, no, but they, I have seen some guys parked in cars outside <laughs> our house at night, mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as we're recording this, I just—I uh, hope you got a chance too to see the blood moon uh, last oh, night. Oh,
2: sure, yeah. It's I a live lunar in Seattle. Eclipse. What do you, I live in Seattle? What do you think the chances are that I got to see that? Any of us here in Seattle got to see the lunar eclipse last night? Well, you night? have
0: to call, mm-hmm. climb a really tall tree, but you probably uh-huh, you could even get I, up. I above did. Clouds, I was up
2: in the tree. Yeah, I was up in the tree. Uh huh. Nothing. It was pouring rain and cloudy here.
0: Well, I guess we were a little luckier down here because we, but it was pretty low on the horizon. You had to get, uh, you know, out into an open area to see it, but pretty weird. Was it cool? It's just cool to think of what that is. That's the shadow of our Earth falling against the moon. It's just... Yep astoundingly cool yeah.
1: the way that they that can predict cool. this kind of well it's a marvelous night for a moon dance with the stars up above in your eyes a fantabulous night to make romance need the cover of october skies with all the leaves on the trees are falling to the sound of the breezes that blow you know, I'm trying to please to the calling of your heartstrings that play soft and low. You know, the night's magic seems to whisper and hush. You know, the soft light seems to shine in your blush. Can I just have one more morning dance with you, my love?
0: well anyway that's what i got so let's get to you which is going to be far more interesting and and do do a quick review for people Uh, they may not remember that you uh were doing a a genealogical search for your father whom you never knew correct
2: right and before we get to that because i don't want to forget about uh, a friend of ours that I want to give a shout out to today, and I don't want to put her on the, sp- I don't want to out her or anything. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna call her her name. We're gonna call her Pixie, <laughs> and you know who I'm talking about, yeah.
0: It was one of the. He was one of the two mice. That- you,
2: Jinxie, wake up, Jinxie boy, wake up.
1: you <laughs> <coughs> uh, what? You are a dog. You are a dog. Uh, sh- sure, I am.
2: Ruff, ruff. Anyway, I have always felt—I've always really loved working with you and doing and doing radio and and and, and entertainment and that the podcast and all that. But I've always felt like that my job's kind of. You know, not essential, it doesn't mean right. anything. It's right. sort of dumb, right. um, right. I get right. paid to be dumb and true. True. you know true. all true, yeah, yeah, so true. I've always felt that and 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 every once in a while I'm reminded, and I know you are too, when we meet somebody who who listened to the show um a long time ago or listens to the podcast and 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 tells us how much it means to them, and it, it I don't know why that surprises me every time because it just feels sort of dumb, that, what we're doing. But uh, our friend Pixie had uh, come to visit last weekend with me here, and her mom has not been doing very well. Her mom lives in uh, Montana, mm-hmm. and she had to make the very long drive. She drove. She was. She lives in Court d'Alene. And she made the long drive home only to find out that her mom had landed in the hospital. So she had another three-hour drive to Missoula from there. And she texted me and said, I just want you to know I'm frightened about my mom's situation right now. And um, I've been listening to you and Pat, um, the podcast, all the way. And she said, I just want to remind you how lovely it is that you've let me me take my mind off this situation that I don't know what the extent of it is yet because I'm not at the hospital and how you gave me a chance to just laugh and it just touched me so much that um, I just wanted to just give her a shout out and and tell her, you know, anytime and, you know, if you want to talk to me in person, it probably won't be nearly as funny as not, not having Pat next to me, but um, I'm here for you. So I just wanted to give her a shout out and, and uh, recognize that, yeah, you know what? Sometimes us being kind of who we are does help other people and that feels really good. So, no, I won't
1: be afraid. Oh, I'll be afraid just as long as you stay stand by.
0: I think you and I both feel the same way, that the most meaningful uh, feedback we've ever gotten are from people that we didn't even know that w- yes. w- would say, you know, I, I was, uh, I don't know, example would be like I've been undergoing cancer treatments. I mm-hmm. uh, go Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and you guys are in the car with me, and it, mm-hmm. it's horrible, but it, you made it bearable. I mean, something like that is...
1: It's A huge. treasure
0: it's, that you can't measure, you know. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. So, yeah, so. yeah, she's she's a terrific person, and um, yeah, this this is the tough time of life. you, know, you lost your mom a long time ago. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but it, I don't yeah. care if
0: your mom lives to be one hundred and seventy five. It's gonna kill mm-hmm. you when it happens. It's 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 really yeah. hard.
2: Yeah. And yeah, we I have another. We, you and I have another acquaintance I didn't mention to you earlier, and I'm not gonna out them here, but. Uh, she lost her mom this month uh, her her mom lived to be in her 90s a so very very long life and it's still very difficult so yikes it's just been one of those months so i just uh, wanted to share that with you and let you know that she just appreciates us well oh, that's and, sweet
0: um, that's great yeah. so, that's great
2: yeah.
0: Um, so now tell us about what you have uncovered so far.
2: All right. So, uh, just a little background on me. I've gone my whole life thinking I was an only child (laughs) and never knowing who my dad was. My mom, uh, had me at a very young age and, um, there was a man's name on my birth certificate, but it, it was like uh, they weren't married, so she had me out of wedlock, I know. Shocking, right? Crying out and, loud. And, <laughs> I know. Can you imagine people having sex when they're not married? It's just unfathomable. Now, anyway, she uh, did. To
0: remind people also, did your mom or was it suggested to her that she should go to a home yes. for unwed mothers? Yes. And, yeah, so and you and I were speculating: was, Do they still have those? Is that really a no, thing? No, they still? don't,
2: because people have babies out of wedlock all the time now. Like and, it's perfectly okay. But yeah. back in back in the old days, it brought they shame better have upon them. what
0: they better have those babies.
2: Oh, they anyway. They don't get into that topic. Sh- she brought shame upon the family apparently, and they shipped <laughs> her off to a secretly off to a home for unwed mothers which is where I was born. So I never knew who my dad was, even though this man was on my birth certificate and she never really talked about it. And I I guess I never really pushed for it. I just, I just guessed he just wasn't in our life for whatever reason. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, whatever. So I got onto a a DNA testing site. Have you done a DNA test yet, Pat? No, I don't want (laughs) to know. You don't want to know if you...
0: According to this, Mister Cashman, your uh, great-great-grandfather was a, a an Adolf Hitler. How do you feel about that, sir? Uh, yeah, I'm okay about it, I guess. W- was I don't, even, I don't the name's not familiar to me. Was he a good guy? Ah, well,
2: it depends. He was a
0: good painter. Apparently, he was a very uh, talented painter, and then yeah. he got into government work and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just thought I'd tell it you. Depends
2: on who, you, and it depends on who you talk to.
0: No, I've never done any investigation, but some other members of my family have done so, and they've.
2: they've
0: mm-hmm. I have a lot of information about because we're basically Irish. There's a little German, does a little German in there, but mostly Irish, and um, yeah, and there and a lot of these stories that while I, while I treasure them, they are, are it's inexplicable. That they are, that they can be true. I think many of them are apocryphal. One of them is about a great uncle that decided he was ill, and went to bed for fifteen years, and then got up at the end of fifteen years and resumed his life as if nothing had (laughs) intervened. And I think, well, that sounds like heaven. I hope it is true, but (laughs) it's too good to be true.
2: So I I got onto this site uh, I've, so basically I've gone my whole life not knowing uh, not knowing who my father and not knowing my the 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 pa- patriarchy side. I I know everything about my mother's side and that history. So it's always been this sort of half of me that I never really knew about and always thinking I was an only child. Well, let me just cut to the chase. I don't want to get too bogged down in the details here but in this last month pat cashman and mm-hmm. this happened wait when did i see you you took me to and by the way thank you for taking me and patty to that really lovely restaurant that didn't have any menus yes
0: remember that place yes I do. that was so
2: stupid Oop, but thank month. you for that when did i see you was it a month ago
0: at least that ago? yeah probably before that yeah
2: so i think this happened after I saw you, because I would have caught you up at dinner, but all this just transpired in the last month. So let me cut to the well, chase. Well, I believe we know? had
0: we we did a podcast since that dinner. So you, no, we haven't. all you, yeah, yeah, we did because you all you knew was that you had uh, potentially a sister or two, and I think well, that that's I
2: knew. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe I did catch you up then. So, anyway, long story very very short through the DNA testing I matched up with uh, a woman who lives near Sacramento she's my half-sister and I took another DNA test through and 23andMe is a separate one I went ancestry.com and then 23andMe and uh, matched with a brother so I have a half-brother and so my sister and I decided to reach out I've talked to her a couple times we decided to reach out to him and say, hey, we just want to say hi. We don't know if you know, where are your sisters? And he replied back and said, oh, okay, nice to meet you. If you have any questions, if you have any questions, I'm happy to answer them. And I said to my sister, Jeanette, I go, he seems awfully nonplussed about this, not amazed at all. Right. And sure enough, we got we got a message right after that that he says, I've been through this before, (laughs) so apparently, yes, Pat, there are six girls that we know of, me being one of them, so I have five half-sisters and one half-brother, if you can believe that. Daddy liked the ladies, so let me tell you, I uh, my half brother Chris, just a super nice guy. He's he's about 20 years younger than me.
0: Now wait a minute, um, is this uh, the guy that said, uh, "Let me know if you have any questions"? Is he that yeah. guy? Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So he, he nice...
0: warmed up a little bit.
2: Oh yeah, no, I, it was just funny that his is we. We didn't know he'd been through this before. He's been through this before where people are like, hey, by the way, I'm your half-sister. And I guess a couple of those didn't work out very well because one of them was after the family money, and it's all very traumatic, all of it. But he said
1: that... that
2: My My dad was very charming. And he liked the ladies and horse racing. And that was sort of his downfall at the end of his life. It sounds like it was sort of the downfall at the beginning, too.
0: Yeah. He also um, but, uh, fathered, apparently, two colts.
2: Right. But so we're now sort of laughing, thinking, well, these are the ones we know about. Right. You know, if right. Daddy really likes the ladies, we could have dozens of siblings. Who knows? But I do know this about my father. I think this is very interesting. My dad was um from Belgium, Belgium. So I'm not French, I'm Belgian. And
0: explains um, your ardor for Brussels sprouts, perhaps.
2: Yeah, and chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> and waffles too. Yeah. So um he was uh he came to the States when he was a teenager. He had a first-class ticket on the Queen Mary. My grandparents were apparently very wealthy. My grandfather was a bridge builder in Europe. Very wealthy. You want to know how my grandfather died? This is fascinating. Well, it's not fascinating. Fell off a bridge? No, even better. My grandfather was leaving a bar and a limousine hit him and killed him,
0: Hmm. which is
2: probably how I'm going to go out, too. pretty sure. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so I don't know why that's funny, but it can. Kind of I
2: don't is. know why it's funny either. But anyway, so. If you
0: choose one way to go, it would be to be thoroughly oiled up and then be hit by a car.
2: <laughs> Not a car, a limousine. Oh, a limo. <laughs> yeah, it was a limousine.
0: Huh, shoot, so maybe he needed so- to get the guy before he passed away. I don't know.
2: <laughs> so my father apparently was um, kind of a rowdy child, and my grandparents bought him a first-class ticket on the Queen Mary and shipped him off to a Mormon missionary. <laughs> they shipped him off to the United States and said, you are going to straighten your shit up, mister. You're going to go live with the Mormons for a while. Was, so, he, in,
0: was he in Utah or, or somewhere else?
2: Yeah, he was. Hmm. they shipped him off to Utah. He lived there for about a year. Then he came back to Belgium and got married and had a daughter, my older sister, Michelle. Um, she's a couple of years older than I am. And then he came back. Form? Hey, you know, you don't need to be like that. That's, do that's I do a, that? That's a fair do question. Do I do that to you? Do I do that to you? No.
0: No, ma'am. No.
2: <laughs> that was a good one, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not so very good.
2: my dad came back to the States, and my dad was an optometrist, and he had a very fancy optometry store in San Francisco. These eyes. Every night for you. you want to know who he made glasses for?
0: You think he could have straightened your eyes? Up? No, who?
2: I think of think of somebody in San um, Francisco. Yeah, that's that's uh, ha- with glasses. Well, that's a stupid thing to tell you. But think of somebody famous with glasses. Um, uh, <laughs> I know that's a stupid Raucho. question. Who?
0: Croucho Marx.
2: No, Groucho Marx, didn't he? No, he's too old. So this wow, would be somebody uh, in the si- seven, six, si- 60s, 70s.
0: 60s. Uh, Elvis Costello. Uh, 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 I don't know.
2: John Lennon.
0: Not John Lennon. This
2: is going to get you.
1: Go to knock you out.
2: Who? Hello, John. Who? L- John Lennon,
0: the one-time leader of Russia.
2: My oh. dad. John Lennon. John Lennon. They had and they had his picture up in the in the store, and and that was one of my dad's customers. He had another famous customer. I'm sure oh. he probably had some others uh, by the name of George Lucas. Hmm. George Lucas is. And mm, apparently, yeah. George George what? Lucas really liked my dad because my dad did not treat him like a celebrity he'd make him wait and all that stuff so george lucas always i get
0: the like lucas that. connection because that's where he hails from but why would john lennon have an optometrist in san francisco
2: john lennon the beatles john,
0: john lennon i mean is that what i said john lennon yeah yeah well why 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 there i mean you know he he lived in New York towards the end of his life, and before that, he was oh, but over they there came to the, across they the came pond. to The
2: states they came to the states and did shows all the time. Here they were, you know what I mean? They were huge. Hate Ashbury and all the that they hung out in San Francisco a lot.
0: Hmm. You know, they only performed, they only toured around for a couple of years after they got. Yeah,
2: then well, they
0: were strictly a recording band.
2: Anyway, I think it's very cool. And, um, apparently my dad just, again, just gambled a lot on horses and he liked a lot of women and, uh, he died in 2017. So I missed him by just a few years Hmm. To, And I don't know that anything would have come of it. It's just, it's really interesting to just know now I, I know my other side now I've gone, I've gone so long, never only knowing half of it. And it's just very odd to just think all of a sudden now I've got, um, sisters, five sisters at least and one brother. And I'm hoping that I will be able to get a chance to meet, um, just these two. I've met them on zoom, my brother and my sister. Um, a couple of the others are a little estranged from the family for, for, uh, for, for, uh, for reasons I won't get into. But, um, and again, I don't know if anything will come from it, but I just think it's, um, this business, this has been a huge month for me. Just letting and all this sink amazing. in.
0: That is amazing. stuff,
2: isn't it? It's just
0: remarkable that there is uh, that we have the ability to to find out this stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, and and some people never want to know that sort of thing, but
1: uh,
2: if Very it were me,
0: I, I would want to. I'd I'd be curious. You know. Very true. Where you came from, wh- what who your parent, you, both of your parents were. So
2: good for I you. I can't you imagine happy, if right? my I can't imagine if my father, whose name is Marcel, by the way. I can't imagine if he had taken a DNA test. I mean, can you imagine all the hits? That might
0: have Here's another joke for you. I found oh, out my brother. father's name is Marcel. Marcel, Marcel? I don't know. He didn't say.
2: Anyway, I thought I was French because, um, you know, of his last name. And I, I was so bummed out. I was like, I really wanted to be French. And then my sister goes, we're not. We're Belgian, but screw the French. We have chocolate. I said, "Yeah, screw the French."
0: <laughs> We're neighbors screw anyway. The French. Oh.
2: We have chocolate. So there's my story and wow, that's um, very
0: cool. Are you happy about it? Are you happy to know these? I things?
2: am happy about it. I again, I don't know what that I I don't know that I'm going to create or have relationships with these people. Um I you feel more like family obviously to, than you know somebody I share a blood DNA with, but so I don't know how important those things are. It's just interesting to know. It does I don't think it'll change my life in any way, but there you go. If I
1: could save time in a bottle the first thing that I'd like to do is to save every day. And eternity passes away Just to spend them with you
0: One of our longtime listeners, I get this request every once in a while, and I have to say that it's not, you know, thank you for thinking that it, that I wrote this, but I didn't. But they, they love this bit. It, um, it got into my hands one time during a radio show, and I read it on the air, and it is called How to Give a Cat a Pill. <laughs> and, and a dog, too. Yeah. So I said, I said, you know what? I'm going to get on the internet and see if I can find that old bit. It'll satisfy uh, somebody if they happen to be listening still. So here it is. I found it.
1: I taught, I taught a putty cat a tweeping up on me. I did, I tore a putty cat as plain as he could be.
0: What reminded me of it is I saw an article in uh, the paper called Toilet Training a Cat, and uh, there there was a jazz musician, Charlie Mingus was his name. He was a jazz composer and a bassist, and he got tired, they said, of coming home every day after he played his gig to an overflowing litter box, so Ew. in 19 19- I know. So in how 19- many cats
2: did they have? Hold on, I have questions. You had the one how, cat. How does one cat overflow a litter box in one day?
0: I don't know. That cat's got to be eating too much. I That's think. disgusting. So in 1954, when you were just a twinkle. Uh he wrote. Wait a wrote minute. The whole thing, I wasn't didn't?
2: even a twinkle. I wasn't even I wasn't even anything. Oh, I think then. your dad
0: was probably thinking about it. Oh <laughs> someday.
2: You're probably right.
0: Isn't there a part of you that wants
2: <laughs>
0: to know what he would think about you and we'd be that he would be proud of what you've
2: Oh he would done all probably, by yourself? I don't know. what do you I don't know. I never thought of... What do you mean? I don't know.
0: Let's say he was still alive. Yeah. it's only five years ago now. I know. Um, Would you want to meet
1: him?
2: Yes. Without hesitation, as you can hear. Of course I would. But But as I said, I don't... But
0: how do you feel about the fact that he never tried to find you?
2: Well, Pat, I don't know that he knew about me.
0: Uh My,
2: My other sister, Jeanette, her mother never told him that she was pregnant. Oh. I don't know if my mother ever told him gotcha. she was pregnant. So he may not know. He my dad liked the ladies. There's a lot of them that might not have told him and they might not have known. So he I, I don't think this is on him. And you bring up a great point because I always carried that through my whole life thinking, well, you know, if he really loved me, he'd try to find me. But I now, I am now at peace with the fact that I don't think he even knew about me. I really yeah. don't.
0: Well, he couldn't have really loved you if he never knew you either, you know, so
2: mm-hmm.
1: I guess. Well, yeah. No. So. Anyway,
0: that, uh, so back to this toilet training thing. <laughs> this this <Yeah>. jazz guy.
1: <laughs>
2: nice there. segue,
0: by the by know, way. <laughs> see, I segued into that. You did good. Tra- Charlie Mingus said, that's it. So he got a, um, he wrote this whole thing down and he started handing out copies of this thing. And then, and then he did a pamphlet version, and it was called the Charles Mingus cat a for Toilet Training Your Cat. Clever. And so the author of this uh, article said one arrived in my mailbox in the second year of the pandemic, and I learned about it, uh, and I thought, eh, it may, this might be something I could try. Uh, it took Mingus three or four weeks to toilet train his cat called Nightlife. This was his memory. Can, can I
2: can I stop you here for a yes, second? go ahead, go ahead. Are you are, when you say toilet trained? You mean toilet? Don't you mean the toilet not to, not potty bot in the box? Yeah,
0: like, I'm looking at a picture. There's there's three cats on oh the toilet. Oh my god, here. Uh, yeah. that
2: just disgusts me. I don't know why that disgusts me,
0: <laughs> but I
2: don't want any animals pooping in my toilet. I just don't want that to happen. Mm. I don't know why that well, bothers me. I
0: get where you're coming from. But All right, well, Mingus how did he just do it? it was, well, he, his method was to fill a shallow cardboard box with torn-up newspaper instead of litter, which can clog the pipes. Then he placed the box far from the bathroom to start, and then each day he'd inch it closer. Do it gradually, he says. you got to get the cat thinking. Step two, start trimming down the brim of the box as you move it. And eventually, when you affix it atop the toilet with string... Don't rush the cat. Third step, cut a plum-sized hole in the box. Oh, my God. (laughs) The cat came to expect that hole. And at this point, Charlie Mingus said, you will realize you have won. Then he slips the remaining cardboard under the toilet seat, and he disposed of it completely, so the cat is finally only using the toilet.
2: Okay, I have an question. He even taught his cat how to flush it. Oh, he did not.
0: That's what it says here. And it said a cat can learn how to do it. And uh, in the middle of the night, Charlie could I hear the toilet don't flush. believe
2: that. I'm going to need to see a video of that. I don't want to see a video of it, but I'm going to need to well, see Well, this it is
0: 1954 that he came up with this. But yeah. Sure, I'll bet if you got on the Internet, I guarantee you, you'd find a cat that has been <laughs> toilet trained.
2: The problem with that is that's a dangerous thing to be googling because that's gonna take you in some really weird, dark places, and <laughs> I just don't want to go there. You're right. But my question is, the cat, the toilet seat's a pretty large opening without that cardboard. Right. How is the kitty? I don't understand. Is he spreading all four of his legs on the?
0: He's just setting his uh, ass. Right I'm now.
2: gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go look it up.
0: Yeah. Well, it really isn't that important that you need to look it up, but uh, well, I, I just—I have thought questions.
2: I'm curious. Oh yeah, for sure. You brought it up. It's
0: unconventional, and maybe every cat's not smart enough to do it, but it worked for Charlie.
2: Did he so, say how long it took him to do go from uh, from cardboard box to flush the toilet? Was that like a year or forty-seven
0: the years? The cat only <laughs> went once, and then it died. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, get, success. They don't, get, they don't get so specific, but you get the feeling uh when you read between the lines here that it was just a matter of weeks, not not mm. a year or anything like that.
2: Yeah. Okay, well, so I don't want which, I don't want anything pooping in my toilet other than human beings. All right.
0: All right fair and enough. And
2: even then, and even then I don't like it. So. what if
0: Julie Newmar came over to your house dressed as the Catwoman? <laughs> Could she she use your toilet? Yes, she could poop in my toilet. All right. (laughs) This is how to give a cat a pill and a dog, too. All right. Have you ever owned a cat, by the way?
2: Yes. I had a cat named Bailey when I was married and lived in Sacramento, and he was so, he was just the meanest. He, (laughs) when we'd have people over, and my aunt stayed in my at my house once and he pooped right in front of their door at the in the, i had them in the guest room and she opened the door and he had taken a big crap right in front of the door cuz oh, he doesn't man. like people
1: that's yeah.
0: cats man cats are i know. Is, is there, was, I, i'm a hard sell on cats now i'm a now i love them i think they're great oh i know but, but they're I so know. different than dogs and yeah. and our dog we have a dog and a cat now and and our dog is <laughs> totally intimidated by this cat who he <laughs> must outweigh um, I by Ten times.
2: You know. I know, that's so funny to but me. But I guess
0: I'm just as afraid of a hornet. Uh, a hornet yeah, that's
2: for, true. For, for, for.
0: Okay, so here's how you give a cat a pill. Pick up the cat and cradle it in the crook of your left arm as if holding a baby. Position right forefinger and thumb on either side of cat's mouth and gently apply pressure to cheeks while holding the pill in the right hand. As the cat opens its mouth, pop the pill into the mouth, Allow the cat to close mouth and swallow. Step 2. Retrieve the pill from the floor and the cat from behind the sofa. <laughs> cradle cat in left arm and repeat process. 3. Retrieve the cat from the bedroom and throw soggy pill away. Uh, <laughs> take, take new pill from foil wrap. Cradle the cat in the left arm, holding the rear paws tightly with the left hand. Force jaws open And push pill to back of mouth with right forefinger. Hold mouth shut for a count of (laughs) ten. Retrieve pill from goldfish bowl and cat from the top of the wardrobe. Call spouse from the garden. Kneel on floor. Anyway, it continues like that and nothing works. And then finally, um, you arrange for the SPCA to collect the mutant cat from hell and call the pet, it, it has the, the owner of the cat drinking finally near the end. And <laughs> and, uh, and uh, then, so, so then that's, that ends. And then, here's how to give a dog a pill wrap it in cheese.
2: <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, so much it's easier. very true. So much they'll easier. Eat, yeah, they'll eat anything that has cheese on it. If only I could have
1: a puppy, i call myself so very. Just to have some company To share a cup of tea with me and take my puppy everywhere La 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 la, I wouldn't care But we would stay away from crowds With signs that said no dogs allowed are we
2: Alright
0: my friend, I'm so glad that you have Made your wonderful discoveries, yeah. And uh, I know who
2: my daddy is.
0: Wow, that's a, that's astounding, it really is. Now I got to find out who my real dad was. Oh, I know what my dad tried to make us believe. Yeah, my, bro- my brother was reminding me of this. See, we were talking about our, our dad, who's been gone thirty-five years now, but
2: mm.
0: he served in the World War II, and he would be a hundred next month. Your and,
2: dad would be a hundred next month.
0: Yeah, yeah. He wow. Lived to, he lived to, to be sixty-four, so he just missed it.
2: Yeah, just missed it. My no. dad lived to be eighty-one, mm-hmm. and yeah, so
0: that's a good run—not a yeah. great run, but a good run.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, absolutely.
0: So uh, he used to do this thing, and he said that he had served in India and he worked in the medical field. He was a, a radiologist, so he, he would get X-rays to. GIs in the in the oh car. cool, and he said he ha- he knew a uh, an Indian man over there who he befriended, and the man taught him the uh, what did he call it something like the uh, the Hindustani growth technique, huh? and and so my dad would stand and he was already tall, he's six foot six, so he'd stand and say, watch this boys, and he'd pretend like he was kind of twitching around and bending his neck and moving his shoulders around. And he swore that if you will continue to watch him, he could gain another two to three inches in height. <laughs> and so and so my, my other, I had five brother, four brothers and me. Uh, the four of us would watch him and go, gee, Dad, that's
1: really cool.
0: Isn't that something, boys?
1: Wow, look at that. You're way much more taller than you were.
0: <laughs> but not <laughs> my brother, Sean. Sean was a, yeah, that's bullshit, man. You're no taller now than you were a minute ago. And so, and so that, you know, the other four of us brothers were smart enough to know, to curry favor with the old man. By telling him what he wanted to hear, but of not of course, Sean. that's
2: that's just smart family politics, right? And it there.
0: really is. But Sean never went that way, he was always, <laughs> always spoiling for a fight. And he would, <laughs> he and my dad were really very much the same kind of people. All right, are you ready?
2: I'm ready. You got is a this, joke, you've had got, a month to plan a good yeah. one, it better be a good one.
0: Well, I don't know if it is or not, but I hope, okay. hopefully. You will. Mm. Here's a short one. What do you do if your wife has a fit in the bath? Put the oh, dishes in.
2: To... Sorry, I just stepped on your punchline. Do it again.
0: Put the dishes in. Oh, that's oh, this is under the category politically incorrect. I didn't mean to read that one. I just noticed it there. Okay, here we go. That's funny. <laughs> you... Are you okay?
2: Yeah, no, I'm listening.
0: I'm so sorry. I, I, re- I read that. I should have pre-read that joke. terrible jokes here. How do you get a one-armed man out of a tree? Wave at him. What do you got? What do you call a guy on your wall with no arms and no legs? Art. These are terrible.
2: My mom, just so you know, when she... uh, My mom passed away when I was 29, and she spent a lot of time in the hospital, and I... She loved the man with no arms and no legs jokes. She thought those were the fricking funniest things ever. You know, so, what? I,
1: so did I
0: was, I was a kid. Yeah, I told so you, do you know, what, what, do you, what
2: do you call a man with no arms and no legs on your front porch? Uh, I don't know. Matt.
1: <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> what do you call a guy in a flower pot with no arms and legs?
1: <laughs> Pete. <laughs>
0: What do you call a guy water on. skiing? What do you call a guy water skiing with no arms and no legs?
2: Oh, I know, I know, I know. Skip. That's it. You're right. <laughs> you do know these jokes. Do one more. Do one more. They're terrible. They're terrible. Do one more.
0: What do you call a guy in a pot of boiling water with no arms and no legs?
2: Oh, I know this one. Stew.
0: These aren't the jokes I was going to tell. I just got off your hands.
2: What do you call, what do you call a man with no arms and no legs in a pile of leaves? Uh,
0: Russell? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my God, I don't know why that's so funny to me.
1: I started a joke. We started the whole... The joke was on me. Oh no, I finally died. You started the whole. You. We'll